three, two, one. Zach, drop the beat. <laughs> I was going to say Hannah, drop the beat. <laughs> no. Dang it. I just, I just said you drop the beat. No, you drop the beat. Okay, we'll try again and you're dropping the beat. Okay, three, three two, two, one. Hannah, Zach, drop the drop beat. The beat. <laughs> Jinx, you have to drop the beat. Oh, dang it. <laughs> do you know what to do? Yes. And welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. Yeah, yeah. Good job, honey. All right. Well, hello. My name is Zach, and I am your host. And we got my wife here. And uh, her name is Hannah, and she is also the host. <laughs> this is our podcast. This is what we do. Now, I guess this is what we do. Yeah. We said we'd do it for a year. Well, one episode a week for an entire year. It's hard to get the episodes out. It's, what, 10 p.m., 10-something on Sunday night. We have to get this out by tomorrow morning, and we are just putting it off so much because we're camping this weekend, and... Um, we were going to record on the road uh, as we drove back from Big Sur, but as I pulled out my little handy recorder, I realized I forgot my headphones, and then as we were driving, I was just like, there's way too much road noise to even try for me to edit out, because I am not that great. And Forrest didn't fall asleep like we thought he was going to, so he was like, you know, talking and singing and stuff. Yep, but we had fun in Big Sur. Yeah, it was the best. The Okay, there was a ton of tourists there. It's the spring and the summertime. Obviously. And it was on a weekend. We should have known this, but it was very hard to find a campsite. And even on our secret places that we go, they're all filled up. So that was pretty sad. But um, we got to go to Pfeiffer State Beach. And that was so beautiful. And yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, and when we were at the beach, we met one of Hannah's followers. I didn't meet them. I met, I met her. She's from Australia. So shout out to you. (laughs) I forgot her name. You know who you are. (laughs) I I forgot her name already. Oh, honey. I am bad with names. I know. I heard it one time. And, um, but yeah, she was nice. It was just weird that she was from Australia and we were at the same beach on the same day and she knew us. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Well, it's really beautiful beach. The sand is purple and it was like foggy and there's a ton of rocks. There's like these big giant rocks that are like right close to the beach but in the water and it's really beautiful and we'd never been there before we'd been to a lot of places in big Sur, but not that beach and i've been wanting to check it out so we did and it was great it was a relaxing time throwing the rocks yeah he there's like this little stream going from the trail down to the ocean and he loves splashing it. It was like two inches deep and he loves splashing in it. And it was perfect because there was no waves to overtake him. <laughs> he was throwing the rocks. And every time there was a big one, he would say, Bumpa! But that means big one. <laughs> but it so also cute. means popcorn or grandpa. Yeah, that's what he calls Zach's dad, Bumpa. And it's so cute. Uh, but anyways, and we, we got to have a really good conversation on the way back, too. So that was nice. Yes, we got to have a nice conversation about our relationship and mm-hmm. our goals and um, miscommunication, miscommunication and, and being sassy and yeah, being rude and um, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> married people stuff, just married people stuff. <laughs> it was good, though. It was a good talk being married is uh hard yeah it is hard especially with a toddler it changes changes things it does like when it's just a newborn it is it's It's kind of well it's kind of like that part doesn't change your relationship that much i feel like because i mean yeah you both have all your attention on the newborn but it's still like 
they sleep so much. So you still have so much time to just like with basically without the newborn because it's a newborn and they sleep all the time, you know? Yeah. And now it's like Forrest requires constant attention when he's awake at all times. And like, and then when Zach's home, he wants to be with Forrest because he's at work all day. He doesn't want Forrest to just go to bed and not get to spend time with him. And so it's like... But then I also have to spend time with Hannah because I want to spend time with Hannah. But then I also have to have alone time. But then we also have to clean the house. Yeah. It is hard to balance it all. And it's like weird, tricky stuff that like you wouldn't think... I don't know. It's not like it's so black and white anymore. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in one of the upcoming episodes when we have our friends TC and Julie on. Are we having them on? We haven't even talked to them, but we told them that they're going to be on. Yeah, so they'll be on. Yeah, you'll be on. Yeah, you'll be on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Hannah, how was your day today? <laughs> um, I was sassy for part of the day. And it was good and long, but it was good. We went in the pool. We have a little tiny kitty pool in our backyard and Forrest loves to go in it. And we love to stick our feet in it and tan ourselves in the backyard. It's really, it's really nice for babies. <laughs> they love it. And then we got to go on a walk as a family and walk to the park so Forrest could run around and play. We met another family there. Yeah, we met this dad and his three kids, and they were really cool. It's very weird because we're, like, in a nice neighborhood, but we're not, like, nice people. We're not, like, fancy people. Like, we're not, like, super established and, like, wealthy. But, yeah. like, the neighborhood that we're in is, like, a nice neighborhood. And all these people, like, own these homes and stuff, and we're just renting it. and With another family. Sharing rent with another family. Yeah. So... It's but it's cool. Everyone's really, really nice. But I'm just like, oh, I don't fit in here. Like, I yeah, should, I should get some cargo shorts and a polo shirt. Wait, tell tell them about that guy that stopped on the when we were camping. That guy in the fancy car. Oh, oh yeah. Why, <laughs> why did you think of that? Um, you said I don't fit in here, and I thought of uh, you look like you smoke marijuana. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of place where I fit in. I guess <laughs> that was a good connection. <laughs> So we were camping and um, we were cleaning up our campsite, getting all the trash, putting the tent away and entertaining for this us all guy the same time. in a Porsche drives up on this mount- dirt road, mountainy dirt road. Yeah. But you could tell that he had already like been in a wreck because his car was kind of dented up a little bit, but it was still a really nice car. And it was this guy and he was wearing like a fisherman sweater under a sports jacket and he was bald but he had some marine stickers on his car so i was like this is a classy dude but also like a marine he looked kind of sleazy maybe i don't know he if did. that's the word and from his voice from he, when he first pulled up and he was like because forrest was waving at every car that drove by so he was waving and he's like hey there little guy i don't know his voice just like instantly i was like a mm, little creepy and then i like tried to get forrest to he was back. really nice he was really nice, but he seemed creepy to me. This is how the conversation went down. He drove past, and then he stopped at a turnout right past our campsite, and then he reversed back to our campsite, rolled down his window. <laughs> oh yeah! And, and I went over there because I knew that he wanted to talk, and he was probably going to ask for directions, or you know, um, how like where's the best camping site or something like that. And you so, really thought that he was going camping? Yeah, probably. He was a Marine. I figured he probably had his backpack in there and he was going camping You couldn't or tell that he was a Marine based on how he looked, though. Could you? Uh, he looked He looked like he was in the military. Oh, well, never mind. I don't know anything. <laughs> Go on. Well, anyways, he pulls up, he rolls down the window. I go over to talk to him and he's like, hey, so, um... You know, I'm just uh, looking to get like five to ten dollars worth of of uh, you know weed. weed. Just um, you know, um, and I figured like you you look like the guy to ask. <laughs> you look like the type of person that would. You look yeah. like the type of person that I should ask, and I was like, 
Oh. Nope, uh, nope, nope. Nope, don't have any. And from when I, where I was standing, I thought he said meat. I was like, oh, we have those brats. <laughs> I was like instantly like, oh, you can have it. You don't even have to give us 5 or $10. Just take him. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Not and, brats. And so I was like, nope. And he's like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Marine, but I still, you know, sometimes got to just have a, a, some marijuana and i was like oh like you, yeah i know how it is i was, I was marine myself too once yeah. he didn't say that and he no. wasn't a marine if you didn't catch that and then he just drove on his way and hannah laughed like so much about it but i had to tell her this i is know just a it norm- happens all the time this is just a normal part of my life i know that about you you tell me every time when this happens i know that it's just funny like it happens all the time it like never stops happening you're a pastor <laughs> I, yeah i should carry around little bags of like um, green tea yeah green tea <laughs> with like a bible verse inside like on on the office when michael scott tries to frame toby and he like he gets the caprese salad and they're like that he brings the cops okay never mind anyways it's just salad and um you should do that yeah, I'm not going to do that because you never know. They're going to come back and they're going to be all pissed off. At Especially me. if they pay for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one's on the house. You a like spinach it? salad. Do you like it? Come back and give me some. I'll give you some more. What a, okay. Anyways. Yeah. Well, any, all that to say is normally I um I get asked for drugs probably about three times a month. I don't know, maybe more than that, maybe less than that, but I don't, I don't feel like I really fit in in this neighborhood. And so this like father and his three kids came to the park that we were playing at and I was like, okay, we better leave. And then he's like, Hey, you guys, I'm going to start getting offended. Every time I come here, you guys leave. I was like, Oh shoot. (laughs) He's like an established, like probably businessman or something you know like he just he's like older and so matt is he, his name yeah well it's not like we were like intimidated but it's like we well we also had to go but well forest <laughs> i don't know forest our son he's one and a half he um is not antisocial. he's like overly social he gets so excited to see people that he just like pushes them <laughs> he tackles them down to the ground with love yeah, but also sometimes it's like he doesn't know what to do with his excitement, so he just like pushes someone or like starts hitting something on like the their wall head. or something. Yeah, yeah or on their head. So he's like, we're trying to channel that excitement for something different than like aggression, but we don't. It's not like he just will push people, and we don't want him to like hurt kids. So we are also that was another reason why we we're gonna just like you know leave a little bit. But my friend told me that the best way. To help kids when they have that problem is to just keep having them around older kids and they like learn by example. So maybe it was good. Maybe. Yeah. Well, my day was fine, if you're going to ask. I was, but that was a long tangent. Anyways, Zach, how's your day? Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Next. <laughs> we went to one of, I don't want to say my high schoolers because I don't like it when people say that. It's not like my student, but. Um, we went to one of the high school students, uh, graduation parties today, and his name is also Zach. And, um, it wasn't awkward. I really like his parents and his friends, and I finally got and to meet dogs. his girlfriend and Forrest loved playing with their dog and he got a balloon and <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a win-win. He had a lot of watermelon also. Oh, but we had some really good dip there too salsa and nacho cheese and meatball ground beef meatballs not meatballs nano meatballs (laughs) micro meatballs meatball nano (laughs) meatball nano (laughs) meatball mini excuse me have you seen my new um ipad nano it's the same size as the iphone 6 plus I thought we were talking about meatballs. Oh, I just... That's my nano joke. I didn't follow the tangent. That's really funny. That's my 
dad joke <laughs> for the day. So that oh, one's a freebie. Um, I bet you're wondering, we're 15 minutes in now. Oh, gosh. What the frick are we even doing with this podcast? We don't know even, so. No, we do. <laughs> you do. You're a fool. You know. Well, my idea for today's topic is recovering hipsters. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What are your first thoughts about that? Why are they recovering? Because they are. Well. So Hannah and I were talking in the car the other day about this. And she's like, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? And I was like, well, I came up with this cool idea of recovering hipsters. Because a lot of our people, our age, our generation, our like people group are hipsters in recovery. They're recovering from being a hipster. I, ju- I just don't like the term recovery because it doesn't really make sense. Because it's not like, like, I know that I was a hipster and maybe still am a hipster. But it's not like I thought that was like a terrible thing and now I'm like need to get away from it. So I like, I get the, what you're saying, like post hipster, but it's not, I don't think that recovery is like the right term. No, it's a funny thing. Okay. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a. Okay. Then never mind. (laughs) Anyways. Do you know that that's a funny thing? Well, now I do. It's like a play on like AA. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, hello, my name is Zach. Oh boy. And I'm a hipster. (laughs) Hi, Zach. (laughs) Hi. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, okay. Well, it's just, and I think that the what made me think about that is like once you're a hipster, you're always a hipster. Once you're an addict, you're always an addict, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true for like hipster dumb. It's hard to escape that and get rid of it one hundred percent. Like you said, you were a hipster, and you think you still are in some aspects. Yeah. Now, is are hipsters wrong? Like, is is being a hipster like bad? No, I don't know. I think that it became like a not like a faux pas, but like something that was looked down upon. Like, if you were called hipster, it was like not as a compliment. You know, it was more like yeah. Um, is more like. Oh, that's so hipster. Like, oh, I can't believe it. You're so hipster. Stopping such a hipster. So it was, I feel like it was kind of looked down upon, even though basically everybody was a hipster. But like, they would always point out things that are like, oh, that's so hipster. Even though everything that they do is hipster. <laughs> hipster it be- became so broad, but it's at its roots. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to define it here. I think that it's a group of young people who are aspiring creatives who want to make it known that they are not part of the mainstream culture and they appreciate, uh, I don't know. Niche things. Yeah. That they're a part of a, of a niche. Yeah. I would say that's like the general. But the definition. annoying thing is that... They want everyone to know that they're not mainstream and they try really hard to do that. And then because of that, everyone started making fun of them. And then you don't want to be called a hipster, even though you were a hipster. And then now we're kind of like in this post hipster phase where everyone used to be a hipster, but now people are not really. They've grown out of it. So what are like, when I say hipster, what are some things that come to your mind immediately? Records, like record playing, big glasses. Thick rain, thick rimmed glasses. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but I always. Feathers. Oh, feather earrings. Yeah. I used to have, used I used to, to make, make feather, feather earrings. earrings They're really cool. And sell them. Out of like feathers you would find in the woods. It wasn't just like Michael's feathers. They're like dyed. But don't worry. I cleaned them with. Antibacterial no, he gave everyone gel. bird flu. <laughs> Joke's <laughs> on you, hipsters. 
<laughs> oh, gosh. I'm just kidding. That would be so horrible. I know. Go on. Well, a couple of things. Like, when I think of hipster. I think of... I, I kind of get, like, an image of, like, a group of people in my head. And it's, like, a group of, like, young 20-somethings... Um, maybe in teenagers, col- maybe in college, maybe not in college glasses. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the right now I'd say like those wide brimmed hats. Yeah, for sure. Um, probably like men who wear s- shoes with no socks, like dress shoes with no socks. Yeah. <laughs> and like red wings and, you yeah. know, like things that like, they're not really a part of. It's like, why are you wearing Carhartt? Like you've never worked <laughs> with your hands a day in your life. But and it's like you, ironic. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, ironic. Part of hipsterdom is being ironic. And mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how that started, but Urban Dictionary defines hipster as a subculture of men and women typically in their 20s and 30s that value independent thinking, countercultural, uh progressive politics. Oh, that one's true. And appreciation of art and indie rock, creativity, intelligence, and witty banter. The greatest concentration of hipsters can be found blah, 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 blah. Although hipsterism is really a state of the mind, it's also intertwined with a distinct fashionable sensibilities. Hipsters reject the culturally ignorant attitudes of the mainstream consumers and are often seen wearing vintage and thrift store inspired fashions, tight fitting jeans, guilty, old school sneakers, well, guilty, and sometimes thick rimmed glasses. Uh, blah 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 you're blah. also guilty of that one you used to wear those all the time but it was more in an emo sense yeah it was i was transitioning from the <laughs> emo scene <laughs> to hipster to the hipster yeah i think that a lot of people did that a lot of people that i know mm-hmm. somehow made their way from like the emo or like the scene to hipster and now they are a group in a different group Mm -hmm. like whether that's like outdoorsy people or like camping people or um music like musicians or artists or something they've transitioned they've gone from Mm -hmm. you know one thing to another thing and now they're on their way to some other thing (laughs) no okay right Yeah. Well, like, think about, well, I'm thinking about a lot of, like, music stuff. So, one of our um, Tumblr questions was actually said that we should talk about this. Um, Dallas Green, who was from Alex's On Fire, and then... I thought it was Alexis On Fire. Uh, Maybe I... But it's all one word, so who knows? Well, I'm probably saying it wrong, so whatever. I never listened to them. They weren't hard enough for me. Oh boy. But then Dallas Green started City in Color. And City in Color was like that folk singer songwriter stuff. Yeah. If you've ever heard the song The Girl. Yeah, that's, that's their most famous song. Their most popular. They have one. a lot of good music though, so look them up if you you've only heard The Girl. But then if you look at like the Yvette Brothers, the Yvette Brothers actually started as like a metal, like punk band, and then they made their way into like the bluegrass scene, and then now they are whatever they are now. They transitioned. And I think of a lot of the emo and scene and like metal kids, they became hipsters. And I think one of the pulls to like hipsterdom is the fact of a sense of belonging or community. And that's actually a good thing. Like that's a good thing because you have these instant connections with people just based on the way that you see what you see on that. On like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like if in 2010, I saw someone who was wearing skinny jeans and Sperry topsiders and a V-neck with a cardigan and thick rimmed glasses, then I'd be like, oh, we're in the same group. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Like, I, 
I don't think that when the hipster everything started out, I don't think it was like, oh, I see that I want to be a hipster and I'm going to start doing things that hipsters do. I think it was just like that was like the trend, like all these different trends, like record players, sorry, record players and the glasses and whatever all the hipster things that were like thrift store shopping, vintage, whatever. I think that like singular things appealed to different people and then like they got roped in from like one thing one thing because i don't think i was ever like oh i want to be a hipster you know it was just like little things that like slowly influenced me because of my friend group or you know whatever like blogs that i followed and stuff like that because i think i remember like the year when i like transitioned into the hipsterdom <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just like trying to think back because it wasn't like Oh, I want to be like that. It was just like little influences here and there that was like. And then before I like you that. know it, you're just total full fledged. Yeah. And that like controls a lot of your life. It controls your friend group, right? Or your choice of friends, at least. Because um, I don't know. Hipsters hang out with hipsters. I mean, you might have some non hipster friends, but you probably get tired of. Your non-hipster friends mocking you all the time. Yeah, that that is the other thing with like hipster things, like people who aren't hipsters, like just would they just don't understand it like at all, you know. And so it's like weird to them that all these things are appealing to these this certain group, and so they just have to mock it. <laughs> I just I didn't understand that because it was like if you care if you care about something then you're going to be labeled as hipster that's like kind of how i saw it because like i cared about like blogging or something and then people would call me a hipster for having a blog i was like what i like writing and i like recording stuff like why does that why does caring about something make me a hipster so i think that that was frustrating to me the beginning of the hipsters were the early adopters of these weird niche things so like polaroids records and it was all like throwback stuff and now it's Mm -hmm. like 90s and just i don't know like you walk into urban outfitters and you can clearly see like this is what a hipster does (laughs) yeah everything in urban i feel like urban outfitters is kind of like the defining hipster store right and it it, i mean it's constantly changing it's not like Mm -hmm. one set thing but yeah, I think that a lot of people are kind of in our shoes where they once were a hipster and then they realized maybe there's good parts of it, but overall it's just kind of seems pointless and dumb. And maybe I'm mean for saying that, but it's I like, think that people just grew out of it. Like, yeah, like for me, I just like dropped some of the interests that I had and then here I am still kind of a hipster. So how did we, I mean, I don't say like, I don't think we're in the clear, you know? Gosh. A a lot of our friends still think we're really hipster, right? I don't know. Maybe. Well, like our parents, right? They think that whatever we do is hipster. They think we are like the defining hipsters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever they do is hipster, so just call them hipster no matter what. I'm like, okay. See, I like to take different parts um, from like different cultures because I appreciate... All different types of cultures. And so I like to have, you know, a little bit of like classic country influence and a little bit of metal. And but then I'm like, you know, I still want to be trendy, but then I'm like kind of professional. And then I don't know. It's just like I like to pull a lot of different things and not be defined by one in one, I don't know, standard one style. Yeah. Well, I don't think that anyone needs to have like a set name for their style. I just don't think like it, it but matters. But it's not, it's not just style. It's also like mindset, like the way yeah, you think I, about things. But I don't think like you have to put like a certain title on like your style or your mindset or like, I don't know. It's just like, why does everything have to have a title? You know, not that you are saying you do, but like you have your mindset because of the way that you've been influenced, you know, but you don't have to say like, well, I'm a little bit of this and a little bit of this because I like this and this and this and this. It's just, that's just who you are, you know? Right. It's not like you have to be like, well, this is where I get this from. I don't know. It's just, I just like, don't care about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting to keep up with. 
it's exhausting to try to maintain other people's perception of you. Yeah. And I think that that is a huge part of being a hipster is maintaining other people's perception of you while simultaneously making sure that they know that you don't care. Yeah, but it's very obvious. Like the the two people that I'm thinking of right now who we talked about before. Yeah. Like that it's very obvious that they want you to think they don't care, but they want you to think that, you know, they care about making sure you know that they don't really care. Right. <laughs> Which just seems so weird. Like and, if and, you want people to care, then just like don't hide it. <laughs> It's obvious anyways. I don't know. And part part of me actually really likes that because I like appreciate like punk culture and like the anti like society, like anti societal norms and things oh like that. But the reason why I appreciate it was because it was like so in your face. It was like aggressive. Yeah, but, but hipster is like passive aggressive. Yeah, hipster is passive aggressive and sarcastic and yeah, but then the ironic. F- their feelings are hurt very easily. Well, because it's all millennials. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we're still part of this, so we're not, like, looking yeah, down on Yeah, we're not, like, bashing people. And... We're still hipsters ourselves. We're just talking about it. Well, we're recovering hipsters. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You'll get it one day. You'll think it's don't... funny. <laughs> okay, if, yeah. If you think it's funny, you can poke me on Facebook. <laughs> Maybe we can send <laughs> send a little skit to SNL and... <laughs> They can do a recovering hipster. Yeah, thing. that would be funny. Like a training class or like a um like a twelve step program for hipsters or oh, gosh. <laughs> so I guess what my question is, and I know you kind of already talked about this and I kind of already talked about this, but how can you recover from being a hipster? From letting hipster mentality influence multiple areas of your life um just stop caring so much about what other people think about you because it really doesn't matter for the most part yeah (laughs) you can tell when somebody is very heavily influenced by other people's opinions of them and that is just it's exhausting i have been there before and it's like depressing and exhausting and you can never keep up with it you can't please everybody so you shouldn't care about their opinions in the first place and if you're trying to like i don't know just like be yourself i know it's like so hard to it's so over said and whatever but don't just be yourself that's all i have to say about it yeah just be i guess yourself. that's the point of this whole talk yeah it's okay to be yourself and you can still find community and you can still be part of a group or whatever and have like friends that you build instant connections with, but it doesn't have to be just one set. Type. It doesn't have to be one type of group. You can, yeah. And I'd say it's actually better if it's not just one. Yeah. Like I want, I want to have friends that are in multiple different stages of life that are come from different backgrounds um that view things differently than me because it challenges my own personal beliefs and it helps me to grow Mm -hmm. and then um maybe reevaluate or maybe reaffirm why i believe what i believe or what i believe or you know things like that and it helps to shape us and if we're just around the same type of people and we're all little hipster drones just walking through our day. Or any kind of drone, really. Yeah. Not just hipster. Then um, we're just going to get stuck in that. And then when the next thing comes out, we're going to have to hop on that train and be a part of that. And then act like we were part of that before it was cool. And that is just dumb. <laughs> Also, if you're passionate about passionate about something and people make you feel dumb for being passionate about it, then who cares about them? That's like so that it's just like so low to me for someone like if you see somebody that's like clearly into something and you make fun of them for liking that thing, that's just like is so 
That's like such a bully move. So if somebody is doing that to you and making you feel like you can't like photography or fashion or whatever it is that you like, like for taking something seriously, if they're making fun of you for taking something seriously, then just tell them that's not nice and I don't appreciate it. Take them to the curb. But there's another side of it too, I'd say. What? Well, there's people who are into things and that becomes like the thing for them. And they're so into it that they they can't appreciate when other people are into something different than them. So like the other night, Mm. the other night there was some guys came over and we were talking and hanging out and they were talking about land cruisers and fixing land cruisers and land cruiser mods and land cruiser repairs and just going on and on and on. And I was like enjoying the conversation and it was cool and I really appreciated their company, but it was like they were a part of a cult, man. <laughs> it, but it was instant connection, <laughs> instant connection. And they just talked their heads off and I am not a part of that. So I was left out of that mm-hmm. group, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that that's just common courtesy in any situation. But then there would be another type of people who are like, land cruisers are cool. And like, I'm going to get a land cruiser shirt and I'm going to repin pictures of land cruisers and reblog land cruiser stuff. But then they don't like do the actual work. They're just hopping on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. They're not like, they want to be a part of that like group Mm -hmm. but they're not because they don't put the time and effort into it they just are sitting on the sidelines and i Mm -hmm. think that that's what a lot of like the hipster mentality is definitely is sitting on the sidelines appreciating someone else who's actually putting in the work yeah definitely instead of like you putting in the work because a lot of it is yeah, like people just taking pictures like with like topo backpacks on just like the pull out on the side of the road like not like they're like actually like hiking they just like want to look like they're hiking or like backpacking you know what i mean yeah like that kind of thing like just look like they're into this thing that's trendy but not actually doing the work well and also i think that the problem with that is that they're not they're not appreciating the art yeah they're appreciating like the outcome of the art but they don't appreciate the art in itself and so one example that i would use is like coffee is great coffee is cool i love coffee i am starting to like better coffee you know yeah but i'm still uh like if someone brings me mcdonald's coffee on a monday morning i'm going to drink it and a lot of times someone does bring me well, who wouldn't drink free coffee, man? But there's people who would not because they appreciate the art form of like good coffee. And so that. Yeah, that's you, true. They they're not going to a trendy coffee shop to hang out and take pictures of their coffee. They're going yeah. there to actually drink the coffee, the good and, coffee. and enjoy the coffee. But then there's yeah. another type of there's another part of the group who is going to these coffee shops. And pretending, and maybe they they do like, like it, the coffee, but they don't love it, and they aren't appreciating the art. They like how it makes them look, right? Or seem, or, or like records. Like I'm sure there's some people who really think that records have better sound quality than CDs or than MP3s or you know whatever <laughs> CDs. CDs. <laughs> what than, even are those? Cassettes. <laughs> Eight tracks. <laughs> when are those going to come back? Um, Actually, soon. no, I've seen some of those no. come back. Yeah. Oh, and bands are starting to um, sell cassettes now. What? So I don't know why you would do that, but I bet they're making money off of it. Well, that's okay. Anyways. Well, anyways, I think that there's some people who want to have a really good record collection and their reasons for having that record collection are, you know, I don't know what they are. But then there's people who are like going to Urban Outfitters and buying the the record player that they have there that mm-hmm. eats up your records and buying a ton of records because it it they think that it's cool. 
Yeah. And they're not really because it looks cool. Appreciating like the art form. Yeah, I feel like if it's something that you could take a picture of and put on Instagram, like you get something just basically for the picture to put on your blog or your Instagram, but not for its actual use. Like if you wanted to get a record player just so you could take a picture of the fact that you have a record player and put it on Instagram, I feel like that makes you a hipster. Right, but some of it is internalized. Yeah, but I think that that's a big sign of it. Because I used to be like that. I would want to get things or do things just so I could like make it known that I would, that I have that item or that I do that thing. You know, like that, that like ran my life. Like I would go do that. I would do these certain things and wear these certain things and buy these certain things just so I could like, I, I don't know why put it on Tumblr, put it on Instagram. I don't know. I don't know why, but I think that that's so a big that you part could of it. identify with that group. Yeah, like uh, I'm cool. Also, so just remember that. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I do cool things. Hey, what stuff like that did I do, or do I do? Um, just roast me right now. Do you do? I don't know. I think it's just like like brand name stuff is like a big thing for people. Like, no, for me, roast me right now. Well, I can't think of anything for you off the top of the head. Well, how you always take pictures of like our car all set up. Oh, yeah. I with like all the brand names showing. Yeah. I like to organize. I know you do. And part it looks of that's really cool. OCD. But yeah. And part of it is for a picture. You want it to be known that you know these brands are good and you know, and you are outdoorsy. And I mean, not like you're posting these pictures, you just take the pictures. But that's one thing that I can think of. Yeah. Why did I stop posting pictures? Because you only do videos now. <laughs> I miss the pictures. Yeah. Maybe. Bring back the pictures. I just don't have enough time. Is it still recording? I just don't care as much anymore either. Yeah. I have time, so I Instagram more. Well, you have more followers than me, so <laughs> I'm less significant anyways. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like things that I was into. Um... I'm sure there were, and I, I, if you've been following me for long enough, I'm sure you could point. Oh, I remember Hipstamatic. I thought oh. that was the, I thought that <laughs> yes. was the freaking coolest thing ever. So did I. Like, make your pictures look super weird, and you can't even tell what the original colors Here, are. Like. Spend five dollars to buy this new lens for a fake camera on your phone, <laughs> and then you have to wait a minute for your picture to develop. <laughs> That's freaking dumb. <laughs> It is, but and I loved I was it. So into it. I, and then you got me into it. Oh my gosh, you got me into hipsterism. No. It was you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I remember like when I was going to community college when I was in high school and Hipstomatic came out and I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. And it's not like I was even into photography at all. It was just that like I saw these people posting these things that looked like they were old timey, but they actually took it on their phone. And I was like, I want That's amazing. I wanna do that. <laughs> I wanna I'm gonna take pictures of a flower. Oh, here's a bird. Oh, take a picture of that. Done. Here's a soda can, a couple jelly beans. <laughs> take a picture of that. But you totally did that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Like your Sometimes eggs in the morning. Re- rearrange my <laughs> my jelly beans to make them into a little design. Okay, if you're into hipsmatic, we're not making fun of you, but we kind of are. But we're making fun of ourselves. Yeah. So just, I mean, it is an interesting concept, and maybe they've like cleaned up their app a little bit or whatever. So whatever. But we're just the basic idea of what we're saying is. Well, I appreciate the meaning behind it now. But then I didn't. And the reason why I appreciate the, the like meaning behind it is because now like Hannah got me this Polaroid camera. And again, that's like ultimate hipster thing. But the cool thing about it is you take a picture, it captures that memory and it prints it out instantly. So you have that to hold on to. And you can stick it in your wallet. You can hang it on the fridge. And, and it's, it's not it's more, stuck in your phone. It's like it's like more like you have to like take more care when you're taking the picture. It's like you only you're gonna waste. It's basically like a dollar a photo, I think, for the big ones at that point, unless you buy in bulk. So you like 
you got to make it count. Like you got to take a good photo and it's yeah. like more, there's more meaning in it. And it sounds silly because it's just a, an instant camera, but it's so cool. I love taking insects photos, even though it's like, I don't know. I just really like them. They're cool. Yeah. And when we were camping, I was thinking I stopped taking photos. Like, I don't know why I, I enjoy taking photos, but I know I have to ask you to take photos. If I want to be in a photo, I have to ask you to take a photo of me first. Yeah, my bad. I know. Maybe that'll be my next challenge. Right now I'm working on videos. But, <laughs> um, I uh, asked Hannah, I was like, hey, because I got a 256 gigabyte memory card because I was tired of hearing that the memory card was full. And it then our computer full. was full. And our phones are full. My phone was not full. Well... Oh, mine wasn't either, but I had, I, every time I tried to just take the photos off so I could just like clean up my photo thing, then the computer was full. Well, anyways, when we were camping, I asked Hannah how many pictures she had taken over the weekend. And she's like, well, I took 40 yesterday and like 200 today. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so many pictures. That's just like snap, 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 no. snap, 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 snap. It's a lot of pictures. You think about 240 pictures. I didn't take, it was like 140. Oh, okay. You're exaggerating. Well, it's a lot. Okay. I'm just compare that to um, a Polaroid, and if you if we brought the Polaroid, you wouldn't have taken 240. You would have taken one or two. Yeah, and those two pictures would have had more meaning attached to them than the 140 that you took on the camera or on your uh, phone. Yeah, maybe right. And so that's what I appreciate about it, not the fact that it's like trendy. Or that it's like old timey, and I because it's so not old timey anymore. It's like it's just it, it was made in 2016. Yeah, the film was made in 2016. And it looks it's like clean and nice. It's not like vintage looking or anything. So I guess what we're saying is, if you're stuck in hipsterdom, there is a way out. You just have to care more about what you're into. And care less about what people think. Yeah. And don't like pretend to be into stuff just because you think other people think it's cool. Yeah. Because that will get old very fast. And you'll waste a ton of money. Yeah, probably. It's probably why millennials are so bad with money. Part of the reason, definitely. You know, I was thinking the other day, and this is a different topic, but I'm just going to hit it real quick before we go into our recommendations. Have you seen like the the things floating around like the baby boomer versus millennial memes. Have you no. seen those? Mm -mm. Oh man, they're brilliant. They're really funny too, but it's like baby boomer. When I was your age, I bought a house working on, uh, and I never went to college oh, yeah, and I did things that. like those. Yeah. And then the millennial is like, I'm, you know, working 60 hours a week and I can't even afford rent or something like mm -hmm. that. And I was just thinking like, yeah, that is true in part, but think about like um like my dad when he was my age, he did not have internet, he did not have a computer, he did not have a phone, he didn't have mm -hmm. a car payment, he didn't have fancy beer, fancy coffee. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have all of this stuff. And yeah. so it was just like the meat and potatoes. I mean, and I'm sure a long time ago it was like you just have what you need to survive and it was Yeah. There's a lot of extra stuff today. But now with like the spread of instant information and competing with your neighbors, not consciously, but subconsciously, the newest iPhone, um, having to have the fastest internet uh, and, you know, just like all these things stack up and it, that is what makes the cost of living go up. Yeah. Because all those things become necessities. Yeah. Because if you really are working 60 hours a week, then there's no way that you should not be able to afford rent. And or I mean, maybe you need to move out of San Francisco or New York. Yeah. <laughs> because there is place, there is somewhere that you can find. If you're working 60 hours a week and you can't afford rent, you need to like budget yourself or something. Yeah. Or yeah, something. I wonder, I just wonder how, how much like our, um, like America spends on like cell phone bills and internet and mm -hmm. like non-necessities. Even though it's like almost deemed a necessity now. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what our nation's coffee budget is. 
coffee budget? There's no budget. Not well, you know, like how much money we spend yeah. on coffee. Probably I bet it's a lot. lot of coffee. Yep. Hmm. Because it's not only just like something to drink, it's like a culture. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. What are so, your recommendations for this week, Hannah? Okay, I have got just two recommendations. One is, I might have recommended it before, but Bar 3 is something that I have been doing since January. And it's um, a mix between ballet, yoga, and Pilates. It's a workout. And... I just really like it. I have tried lots of different workout things before and like tried to get into a lot of things and nothing really stuck with me, but I really, really like this. And it is, um, you, you do, it's not like running or anything, but you do a lot of cardio just with the exercises. And then they focus a lot on core strength and balance and yeah. And like, they also have like the yoga aspect so that it's like very you concentrate on breathing and it's a lot all combined in one thing but i really love it and it's been helping me a lot with running because on the days that i don't run then i do bar three and i just really like it a lot it's like helping me get stronger so i they have studios all around america i think i'm pretty sure they have them everywhere but i don't go to the studio and that's like way it's kind of expensive it's actually really expensive um it's like 30 dollars a class or something they have it at the climbing gym that i'm a member at well this is different than it's this is like this certain brand the one that no, I'm they have about. bar three at the climbing gym it's different hun. i've looked at, it's different oh, okay but anyways um, but they have, I do the online workouts. You can get an online membership for $15 a month and then you have access to all their videos and stuff and they have different, um, length videos. So you can choose like how long you have to do your workout. They have 10 minute and 30 minute and 40 minute and 60 minute, I believe. So you can like pick how long you want and you can pick like, do you want to focus on total body or like your core or, you know, whatever it is you want to focus on. So it's really great and i really like it a lot and i recommend it and if i've already recommended it this is me recommending it again because i love it um the other thing is i have been making my own vanilla lattes at home because i that is my drink iced vanilla latte is like my favorite with like good espresso that's what i always get that's what i always crave so i got espresso from my favorite coffee shop and i made my own vanilla bean simple syrup out of vanilla bean paste which i'll put the link in the show notes because it's so easy if you've ever made simple syrup you know it's so easy it's just one part water one part sugar except for this i use maple syrup so i did one part water and then three-fourths part maple syrup and then just a little bit of vanilla bean paste just until i liked the taste and then you just stir that on the stove until it's mixed together. And then, um, like the, if you're doing sugar, do it till the sugar is dissolved. And then you just put it in your coffee. I make, I use one of those little, um, well, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like the stovetop espresso maker. And, and then I use that and pour it over ice and milk and then that vanilla bean. Um, simple syrup and I love it and I'm saving so much money by not going to a coffee shop all the time I haven't gone to a coffee shop in like I don't even know the last time I went to a coffee shop was to buy the coffee that I got so it's been kind of a while so I'm proud of myself and it's actually really delicious so those are my recommendations all right I don't have very many recommendations this week I'm all recommended out but I do have two things um, well, no, three, three things. I have three things that I'd like to re recommend or things that I've been enjoying lately. As you probably know, if you listened to the last episode, Hannah and I are both doing challenges. She's doing the, what's it called? Challenges. Uh, capsule oh, wardrobe. Oh, yeah, capsule yeah. wardrobe, yeah. I'm doing the 100 things challenge and it's going pretty good. I got a nice pile of clothes to get rid of by my bed. So if you wear size medium, 
in shirts and would like, I don't know why I'm leaving this, <laughs> I just, I also wear 3132 if, you know, anyone <laughs> out there wants oh some jeans. I have this pair of moto jeans I'm trying to get rid of. I don't want to give them to the thrift store. I want to give them to someone because I only wore them like four times, <laughs> but they fit so weird. Yeah, when we had that group of people here, the five people when we talked about getting married young, we all tried them on and they didn't fit any of us, right? Like the girls and the guys, they all tried them on and they fit us all super weird. Yeah, it was like they were made for an ogre with like twig legs. Yeah, and like... No butt. No butt and like, but big or hips. Or like, no, a really saggy butt. But like big hips yeah. and like tight legs. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, they were really weird. Anyways. Well, I don't know why I was talking about that <laughs> anyways, but I'm doing the 100 thing challenge and I am keeping two flannels. I love flannels because I am a hipster. So Flannels but, are not only hipster. I, it was a joke. Oh, that was so hipster of me to get upset over that. Oh, <laughs> I hate myself. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> and hipster of me to be sarcastic about it. I know. Well. My two favorite flannels um, are a Pendleton one that I got for our wedding, and it's made out of wool, and I am a fabric guy, and wool is awesome uh, for so many reasons, which I won't get into right now because that will bore you, but I love that flannel. It is like a trail fit. Or something like that. It's a it's a really good fit. It has leather elbow patches. It's classic red and gray buffalo check. And um, it's just a really, really nice flannel. I've had it since we got married. I have not even washed it once. And it doesn't smell bad. So. That, it's a good flannel. Yeah. And you uh, got married in it. So. I'm definitely keeping it. The other flannel that I'm keeping that I also love. Not as much, but still a lot enough to keep it um is a mountain hardware stretch stone flannel and the thing that i like about this is it has elastane in it so it has some stretch but it's also 100% synthetic absolutely no cotton and that my friend is a good flannel it fits well <laughs> it breathes well it insulates well it looks good, it's long enough, and it's stretchy. So, if you're in the need of a good flannel, check either one of those out. The last thing that I'd like to recommend, or things that I have enjoyed lately, are the feedback that we've been getting from you guys. Uh, specifically the guys, yeah, because I'm a sexist. Just kidding. Oh, boy. Oh, Hannah's not even paying attention. I I'm was, trying to get my joke figured out. I was seeing if she's even paying attention. Oh. <laughs> no. I was like half paying attention, but I'm also trying to figure out my joke. Okay. Well, shout out to all the guy listeners and girls. I love you too, but I live in a world that is has too many girls in it. When I grew up, Excuse I me? had, when I grew up, I had three sisters and my mom and my dad was always gone at work. So I always was surrounded by girls. And now at the church that I work at, over 80% of my students are girls. And um, with the podcast and a lot of the listeners, most of them are girls. And I love you all. But dude, where are the guys at? So just tell your boyfriends and your friends that are guys and your husbands and your brothers and your dads, you know, if you think that they could benefit from this podcast, which who knows if they could or couldn't, who are we to say? But just tell them, you know, tell them about us. Yeah. Tell your guy friends and guys, thank you for listening. And specifically, shout out to Eric Whitmer, because we've been emailing and Sometimes we need a little inspiration to keep this podcast rolling, and you have given us some some good inspiration, and it is like a breath of fresh air from the rest of the trolls who are 
like annoying mosquitoes buzzing around. Yeah, the trolls are kind of sad. Yep. Do you have your joke? I do. <laughs> are you going to say it? Yeah. What happens when it rains cats and dogs? I don't know. You can go poodle jumping. <laughs> like puddle jumping. Poodle jumping. Who wrote this joke? Is it oh. Bob Phillips? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's kind of really morbid to think about. What? Cats and dogs falling from the sky and then going and jumping over their dead bodies in the street. Why are they dead? No one said anything about dead cats and dogs. What cats and dogs can you imagine surviving from falling from the sky? Oh my gosh, I do not like this conversation. I do not want to talk about this. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a great week with that morbid picture. I don't know. That's just how my brain works. It was an innocent joke. Like You took it away from me. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. Well, we actually won't see you, but... We will talk at you next time. We will talk at you next time. (laughs) Okay, bye. And um, if you want, you can go to our website, uh, subscribe to our newsletter. I'll add you to the Google group and... Google group. (laughs) Let you know. Let you know when we're doing our next live stream on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Which will probably be sometime this month. If you're lucky. <laughs> okay. I'm getting sassy. What is happening with you? I am so tired. <laughs> what time is it? Time for bed. Yeah. Tool time. Yeah, it's almost midnight. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening. Um, if you made it this far, congratulations to you. Give yourself a pat on the back. We appreciate you and love you. And you know what? You're not too bad. Catch you on the flip side. Happy trails. (laughs)